Welcome everyone to the Rastal Show. I'm your host Rastal Chaudhary. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 100, we have a special guest, Ravika Gebhardt. So in this episode, we will discuss with Ravika about the topic time and energy management. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in. Hi Ravika, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. I really appreciate it. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, doing really really well and excited for our podcast episode and we have an interesting topic to discuss which is time and energy management with you. And before we get to that our audience and me I love to know more about you. How you get into like a coaching and consulting business? Is there something you always wanted to do or like a just came from out of nowhere and you got to the path Yeah, I'll give the the brief synopsis. I got my start in sales my freshman year of college. Right. And I worked a job where I worked door-to-door sales, selling educational books 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. I progressed to that company. I did it actually for 2 years after college as well. And then I transitioned and I owned my own insurance brokerage. So wow. I sold insurance i recruited around the country i trained around the country you know the whole the whole thing and i never wanted to be in sales i have a human resource degree but um it was a very interesting world to be in it was built a pretty successful business and then yeah. at age 33 when i was pregnant with our second child i burnt out and there were i can talk about that a little bit as it pertains to energy management today yeah. It, there was a few things that kind of aligned you know but um that was my thing and so then i i took s- several years off and i mm. joke because i was a stay at home mom yeah and i'm not a woman who stays at home there's a lot of women who stay at home and are really good at that i was not good at it but i spent more time really self reflection researching really digging into what do i really want to do when i grow up and and really learning more about sales leadership and leadership in general and yeah. so when i launched my consulting firm in november of 2018 i went you know what this is it i didn't know what i wanted to do and i'm sure there are some self employed and entrepreneurs on here where you know they go i could do this or i could do that or i might turn my business here and i just think you know business is an evolution And so my business evolved from coaching entrepreneurs yeah. to now I mainly coach sales leaders at organizations and kind of every um step along the way in their leadership pipeline mm-hmm. is what I do now. Um but it's just interesting so I have never worked for corporate America. I have literally been self-employed for 22 years. Wow, so two decades, right? Two decades. <laughs> yeah. and that's that's like interesting isn't it like uh, some people are born to be an entrepreneur and they can't get the fact like being employed by someone and telling them what to do and not to do right and yeah uh, that I'm, is totally what yeah, yeah i i could i've got a younger brother who he went into the military he's actually still there and yeah. he's been in for 17 years i he loves what he does and i am very thankful for all of our military you know service members i could never have someone tell me when i can take a vacation or ask for permission to go beyond you know a 1 hour radius in case i just couldn't do that yeah i 
Yeah. My poor parents, they could <laughs> never tell me what to do and, and neither has any boss. <laughs> yeah, that gives you like that freedom and time, right? And the time is the most important thing rather than the money we, and obviously money is important for like uh, maintaining our lifestyle and everything we need. But time is what we actually can't trade or like a buy or anything like that. So which we're going to discuss now in like how to manage time and how do you manage your energy? So before we get to the energy, I'd love to know more about time. How do you manage your time and how to prioritize your day-to-day uh, -day activities? Yeah, it's, um, I love talking about time and energy management. I just love it. And yeah. the most successful people, well, what we say, the data, I, I'm like a data nerd, but the data in sales um, says that the number one, the reason people fail mm -hmm. is that, the, or I shouldn't say, I should say it like this, the top salespeople figure out how to get more done in less time. They manage their time. And I did a, um, a research survey in 2021 about the top struggles for sales leaders. And it's probably not far off from all leaders, yeah. but time management was their number one issue. So it's, it's, uh, it's very important. And sometimes people go, how do I manage my time? And yeah. time management's a little misnomer. We can't really manage time. There's only a set amount of time and there isn't a set amount of energy. So we'll kind of dig, I think we'll probably end up talking more about energy management today. Cause yeah. that's really where the focus goes. But I think that the, the most important thing, if I could just share a real easy tip, is just to strategize every week to sit down for at least an hour. Um, there's a book um, by Roger Seip, um, Train Your Brain for Success. And he says in there that every hour you spend planning saves mm -hmm. three to five hours in execution. Wow. So I just think we just, we don't, we don't, we don't, you know, time block things appropriately. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm looking at my week or when I'm, you know, sitting down with my clients and like, how do you structure your time? First, you need to say what's important this week. Yeah. You know, what's going to really matter, not what's urgent and what's coming up or what you want to do, but what's really important. And then, and then looking and saying, okay, how long is that activity realistically going to take me? Um, yeah. because you know, there's a Parkinson's law, um, about money, right? As we increase our money, we increase our spending. It's the same thing with time. The, the amount of time we have will mm -hmm. take us that long to get it done. So if you give yourself an hour to accomplish a task, yeah, it'll take you an hour. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's not rocket science, but people yeah. really overcomplicate time management. So I just think it's about prioritizing and then looking at what's important to do, scheduling around your energetic times of the day, which I'll get into in a minute, and then um, looking through and saying, what do I have to accomplish? Mm -hmm. And um, making sure that you're being smart about time chunking things together so that your mind doesn't wander too much. Yeah, and it's like having a, like a block block of uh, activities right like um, be between 9 a.m to 10 a.m i'm going to do x between 10 a.m to 11 a.m i'm going to do x y z so do you think it like chunking it down makes it like a more uh, manageable on the time absolutely and it and you actually it's it's a it's a strategy and so not yeah. everyone i think what with time management really overwhelms people who aren't strong on strategy Mm -hmm. Um, and so they're like, I can't do that. Or I have clients buck me where they're like, Rebecca, 
I cannot time manage. You don't understand my business. There's emergencies that happen all the time. Yeah. And what I say to that is, uh, you know, those emergencies are going to come up. Yeah. Put those in your schedule. I mean, you can't plan, you know, 10 a.m. on Tuesday. Big emergency is going to happen. Yeah. But if you schedule, you know, these open hours in your day to react to those things, um, that'll really, really help. But yeah, time chunking, all the research about you know, your mind wandering and, and you multitask and it takes 17 to 20 mm. minutes to get back on track. All of that is true. So if you can time chunk and be strategic about that, you accomplish more. Yeah. And and you can, so that's the secret too. There are all these secrets to success. Um, but people think, oh, I feel really good. I worked 50 hours this week. You should be really proud. And it's not about how many hours you work. It's about what you're actually getting done. Right. Productivity, view, right? Yeah. So if you view time like that, you you just get more stuff done. Yeah. Um, and the thing about time and work, and then we can start talking about energy management because it kind of leads into burnout. These two topics are so intertwined. But um, when you work, there's that Morton Hansen wrote a book. I think it's called Great at Work. It is called Great at Work. And he okay. co-wrote with um, uh, Good to Great. He co-wrote that book. Right. And um, But what he says in there is when you work up to 50 hours a week, your product, every hour you add, adds an hour more of productivity, yeah. but you get over that 55 to 60 hour, every hour you work actually takes away an hour of productivity because the quality of your work is bad wow. and you're actually messing up what you yeah. just did. So there should not be, let's wait. So my hours of working 80 hours a week like that, that was, that wasn't all year round. That was like a summertime job, yeah. you know, it was a summer job in college, but that's not you don't want to outwork everyone. That's not a really smart mm -hmm. tactic. Yeah, you need to like give your time for yourself, your energy, and also like people you love doing. Like it's not all of us like working, 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 like between 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the night. You're working and you're exhausted, you're tired, you burn yourself out. Then when you get late age 40, 50 years old, then you've got so many health issues coming up and you realize all of them great moment. You're supposed to... Uh, Kind of spend with your family and friends but you missed out all of them plus your health is not in the right place right and we and we don't have like anything like a time management one there is no time for our health there is no time for our leisure activity or things we love doing like a hobby or something or there is no enough time for like a given the time to friends and family so how important do you think like when the time management we have like them kind of schedule like health is a priority my relationship is a priority and obviously business is a part of our life and we have to have like a priority in there. So how important do you think like bringing relationship and health in your time management? It's so important because it's what gets scheduled gets done. Yeah. If you don't schedule it, it doesn't get done. So when I'm looking at my next week, which I'll do, uh, you know, this coming Friday, I will schedule all of next week. Mm -hmm. I put in my commitments that are already there. The things with my family, my kids, the activities I have to drive them to. Yeah. Like my husband and I have a date night this Friday. You know, like we have, we said, you have to schedule those things in. So I schedule in my, I'm pointing to like my planner, like you can see it, it's off to the <laughs> side here. But I, I actually have a paper planner. You don't just use your phone because- 
your phone, you actually can't see it at a glance, mm -hmm. right? You can only see the day. You can't actually strategize. So getting like a bird's eye view is important, but I schedule in all of my workouts and, um, and I do my workouts in the middle of the afternoon because okay. that's when my energy is the lowest. Right. Um, so you want to, you schedule around your energy as well. Like you do your best work during your best time. And we're all different with how that works, but yeah, you schedule it all in. Um, I don't, I don't schedule in meditation. Um, but like this morning I was doing my stretching. I didn't, I'm, I'm not working out today. I just did stretching and I'll yeah. go for walks, like getting outside, but yeah, you're right. I think everyone has to learn. I, I hope not everyone has to go through a burnout lesson. Like I did. I know you've had some health stuff that you've been really open about, but, um, I hope that people don't have to hit that wall to learn the lesson, but we typically do. Yeah. Like you have to kind of have to things fall apart and be like, okay, I'll get it together because yeah, I'm in my forties and you, I can't work the way that I did in my twenties, but I don't have to, I'm smarter. I have a bigger network, right? It's, it's, we, we, um, we use the skills instead yeah. of just our time. And, and that, and that's something about with time management, you want to look through, um, we get in these habits like, oh, this has always taken me, you know, this long to do this okay, should it have to take you that long now when you're seven years into your career mm -hmm. or you're three years? It shouldn't take you that long. Yeah. Just just finding out like uh, why you're doing it. And it's like, it should actually work for you. If you're like a morning person, then you do morning stuff. If you're like a afternoon person, then do an afternoon, like probably health is a priority. Like I tried a few years back going to the gym uh, 4 a.m. in the morning. And I did it for like a week. And after that, like uh, I gave up. It's like a two years I paid for my membership. I've never been inside. Right now, when I do workout, my time is between 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. This is why I get the energy to do workout. I don't want to do too early. Then if I do too early, then all my energy goes down and I'm not productive on my work. So I have to find out like where is my energy is the highest and where I can play well suits for me and everyone different. Like for you, you said like late afternoon works really well for you and you found it and it's working for you as well. So we have to like understand like what we are and what we need in according to our schedule. Like, so which comes down to like energy management. So which is really, really important comes to when it's time management, because you need to do certain tasks during the day where it's important, where you have the highest level of energy. So tell us a little bit about how we can manage the energy well there's so there's there's actually four types of energy so when people physical energy is the easiest one to talk about because people mm -hmm. understand that like they have yeah. felt it and that sort of thing um but there's a phenomenal book called the power of full engagement and in that book they talk about the four types of energy we have spiritual energy which is the force of our yeah. energy we have uh, physical energy we have mental energy um and we have emotional energy and so thinking through all of that yeah. is, is important, but yeah, there are, there are, um, times where you can be super efficient with your energy flows throughout the day and there, and it's expandable. So mm -hmm. one of my, I will call it a pet peeve. I will say a pet peeve. I should not be annoyed with all the energy advice out there. Um, but I am. So people talk about energy, like you work, then you have to rest, like give people a month off they don't need a month. Some people might need a month off, um, but it's not about that. You can actually increase your energy 
and you increase your energy by stretching yourself, stretching your capability for it, and then resting. So just like physical energy, if you know we were just talking about working out, yeah. if you want to lift a heavier weight and you want to get stronger, you don't lift a three pound weight and curl a three pound weight. You get out the ten pound weight, and you and you and you tear. You expand your capacity, yeah. and then you rest that muscle. It's the same thing with other energy, um, and so. That's the biggest thing. It was funny. So when I when I wrote my book, Beyond the Board, How to Achieve Vision Board Goals in a Fulfilling and Sustainable Way, Breaking Down Goal Achievement, I wrote that between 9 a.m. and 12 a.m. every morning. We're recording this at 10 a.m. my <laughs> yeah. time. This is my best time of day. I, I usually give my best time to my clients during the morning or do things like this. Right. If you and I had this conversation at 2.30 this afternoon, You'd be, you'd be like, she doesn't seem very successful at all. She can't get her thoughts together. <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> and I'm yeah. not very coherent at 2.30 in the afternoon because I've used up a lot of my mental capacity. Mm -hmm. I've, I've put in the thinking and the strategizing and there's only so much that you have every day. Yeah. And yeah. the amount of energy, I actually won't, I, I'm certified in, in a Colby assessment, which is how we use our mental energy. Okay. We burn through mental energy differently based on our innate talents and our strengths as well. Right. So I don't want to dig into that too much. That's a little bit like overload, yeah. I think. Yeah. But the important thing is to really know what you were saying before, how you're wired and how that's done. And so someone might say, well, that's great, Rebecca. You work out at 2.30 in the afternoon. I work. You know, I, I'm working at an employer. You can get up. You can take your lunch break at 2 in the afternoon. Mm. You can go for a walk. You can get outside and then you can go back and finish the end of the day when you get that surge again. But we all have it and it's it's silly, right? So I used to think I'm just going to push through and I'd sit at my computer and just stare at the screen yeah. for an yeah. hour. Like, how should I word this email? You know, like really <laughs> overthinking it and really waste a lot of time. I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. And if I could share that piece of advice you were just saying how are you wired with energy how are you using your energy in a smart way how are you increasing your energy and then how are you really resting yeah yeah i prioritize mine as well like uh, between 8 a.m and 10 a.m i do my team meeting my business stuff going on first two hours just get away before i touch my phone or anything then i do some workout probably half an hour then eat my breakfast and some shower i need to go pray and have lunch then i come back then after 2 p.m and 7 p.m all of them podcast recording or like client meeting well i need to be doing so this is the most energy i get between 2 2 p.m and 7 p.m that works really well but if someone tells me you're doing a podcast recording uh, eight in the morning or nine in the morning i'll be like i'm proper sleepy and i don't have that kind of energy so i have to figure out like what works for me and what works on my body as well and that really helped so do you when your client comes to you and they work with you do you give them any kind of like a step-by-step -step formula in order to like they can manage their time and their energy level do you have like any categorized step one step two three if you'd love to share i do, them? I, do. I have like a 10-step program actually okay. for specifically to sales leaders but as it pertains to 
um, time and energy management, I have like a one page tool that it might be the most valuable tool that I give my clients, honestly, but as they plan their week right. and the things that are important to them of walking through their wins and their lessons and thinking through um, when are you most productive? How yeah. do you rest this week? how, like, what are you, what are you putting in your body? What are you, what do you, I actually don't, I don't put it on that sheet, but I do talk about this with my clients and I'm not, I'll eat potato chips. I'm not, you know, I'm not like uh, a guru health person, but I firmly believe that what you physically put in your body, what yeah. you spiritually put in your body, what's mentally going in, are you scrolling social media? Are you reading intentional content, intentional consumption is what I call it, um, is, is really important because that's going to give you the best energy the, and the best chance to maximize your production so you can go all in without burning out. Um, so that's what we really go through. And then I'll, I'll help my clients go through, what are you most energetic? We talk a lot about how they're resting especially with salespeople, mm. they go work hard, play hard. And in my book, Beyond the Board, I talk about work hard plus play hard equals fall hard. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, there's, and that's fine. Again, if you're in your early twenties and you are partying and you are living your life and you're like, that's great. You will not be able to function like that in 15, 20, 30, 40 years from now. And your True. future self is going to be impacted by the decisions you make when you're young. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thinking that through, how are you resting? Um, and this is where, you know, um, giving people all this time off, if, if that person isn't empowered to say, okay, I'm actually going to, um, I'm actually going to get out in nature and I'm going to pray, or mm -hmm. I'm going to meditate, or I'm going to pause. Um, I I've noticed that when I am on, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. So when I'm on social media more, my head actually gets like a, a buzz. Like I get like a numbing headache when yeah. I'm on social media too long. And I go, I, that's not good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I love it. So it's like one of those <laughs> addictions, you know, it's like, yeah. it's for business, but it's, uh, uh, but anyway, but really thinking what fills your cup, what fills your cup? You know, um, I'm a working mom and there's working parents out there when your time off, you're like, I, I got to give to my family. But if you're giving your best to your work and you're giving half of your best to your family, you give nothing to yourself so that you actually give half to every, it's just that you're not giving what you think you can if yeah. you don't fill your cup. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to look at it. Like going for like a step and having the formula is really important. We don't actually have the formula when we don't actually pause ourselves. We keep on going, 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 but I don't know when to stop and reflect and see where my energy is going, where my time is actually going. Um, we need to evaluate. I think you know, Asina, one of the research you showed, like uh, whoever works in a nine to five job, they only spend three hours on a workplace productivity and rest is like uh, doing uh, talking to their colleague and making lunch, making some coffee and going to here and there. And that's not actually productive. If you can finish your job within three hours, just do it in a three hours straight ahead and then enjoy the rest of your five hours, right? But we don't actually do that. Like same goes with the, like our coach, consultant and small business owners. We see like we're busy all, all day, like doing something, but actually we're sitting in the office and not doing anything, right? And I was like the same, 
a guy on guilty like I, I mentioned earlier i work two hours in the morning because this is i needed for my business but before that two hours used to be like a six hours between 9 a.m to 3 p.m and doing the same amount of work team meeting and all that boy just going from different different places right now i've got time for podcasting i, I got time for um, my business and i'm just only spending a couple of hours in a day and these two hours i'm just totally focused no distraction no phone and it just get what needs to be done and i plan it out for like a week ahead what my next week gonna look like so do you do you plan out like a, your schedule like uh night before or weekly or monthly or like a, you say no today i'm going to do xyz um, all of the above, all of the above. So weekly is really where it comes down. But um, when you crystallize your goals, when you yeah. take a big picture of what are your goals for the year, my husband and I were just talking about our goals for the next 10 years. And that's kind of harder yeah. to wrap. You know what I mean? Like that's a yeah. harder one of like, how can I help you for the 10 years? You know, and how can you help me? And that sort of thing. Um, but when you're looking at your year, you break it down by quarter, you know, this is being recorded in early July. I don't know when you're going to release it, but it's Q3, right? So looking at what do you have to do in Q3, we can divide that by the three months. So then mm. you've got your month priorities and you break the month down by weeks and the weeks by days and the days by hours. It's not complicated. Um, but then you start, but I think like we are creatures of habit as well. So I was saying before, you know, you say, okay, this needs to take me this long, or this is what I'm going to expect. If I go out and sell today, this is what I always go sell. Well, what if you could level up your skill set or level up your mindset and your expectations to get more productivity out of what you're doing? Like you were just saying, like, I didn't know it was a three hour, that nine to five is actually three hours of work, but that, like, that doesn't surprise me, but I was like, Ooh, is it really three hours? Um, you know, and, and, and top producers, high performers, they always like only sissies work three hours yeah. <laughs> or like only like, you know, they're like, I don't have time to strategize. I'm busy working. And all I can say is they are leaving money on the table. They are being so ineffective. There is no prize for yeah. working hard to say that you work hard. There's, there's no, there's literally no incentive out there. No one's handing you a certificate or a golden medal for saying working hard. Now, for me, there's no better feeling than an honest day's work. Like when I get my work done and I did what I was supposed to do, it feels good. Mm -hmm. I know that I helped my clients, the ripple effect will be there. So you wanna think through that when you're planning as well. Like how is this going to feel when I accomplish these goals? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, but breaking it down is so important. And then making sure you connect the dots to your legacy. That's the last chapter in my book is about, okay, you're going for the money or you're going for work-life balance or, but if in the grand scheme of things, what do you want to be known for? What is, what is that final report card going to look like for you? So you can actually yeah. make sure you're not just doing activity, but you're living life with a purpose. And there's going to be like, you will know that your work mattered and it made a difference. So that's, a little bit like a, a bigger scale, but it's important because if you can attach purpose and passion, that's where high performance lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Rebecca. We are coming to the end of this podcast. I really appreciate it, like uh, your valuable thoughts on the time and energy management. So before we go, I'd uh, love to, our audience would love to know how to 
get hold of your book and where's the best place to reach out to you if anyone wants to work with you or get some consultation. Yeah, so um, you can find my book on Amazon. So if you Google Rebecca Gebhardt, that'll pop up beyond the board. Um, and if you can connect with me on LinkedIn, I love to connect on LinkedIn. So in the invite, if you just say, I, you know, I heard you on the podcast, yeah. that helps me. Um, and then people can also go to riseupconsulting.com to find uh, more information about our, our organization. All right. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you coming and joining me in this podcast episode. So I wish you best of luck with your book, your business as well. And you have a wonderful rest of your year. Thank you. You too. Thank you. So that's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. So you know how to find Rebecca, a consultation firm. Go check out our website. Also visit Amazon and get the, grab your copy of the book. And until then, talk to you in the next episode. Take care, everyone.